Allow me to read one of my favorite poems in the Dead Poet Society. This is called She Walks in Beauty by Lord Brian George Gordon. She walks in beauty like the night of cloudless climes and starry skies and all that's best of dark and bright meet in her aspect and her eyes thus mellowed to that tender light which heaven to gaudy day denies one shade the more one ray the less had half impaired the nameless grace which waves in her every raven tress or softly lightened o'er her face where thoughts serenely sweet express how pure, how dear their dwelling place, and on that cheek and over that brow, so soft, so calm, yet eloquent, the smiles that win, the tints that glow, but tell of days in goodness spent, a mind at peace with all below, a heart whose love is innocent a heart whose love is innocent I repeated that end in line for emphasis and think about it I think it's beautiful hey I'm Ali and you're listening to her divine poetry Hey Gems, we are on episode 10, which means that season 1 has officially come to an end. Thank you to everyone who has been following the podcast. I'm very happy that I finished one season. I feel like we should really be celebrating this and we're on our way still to 100 followers here on Spotify or listeners. We currently have 56 listeners. So if you're a part of that, Thank you so much. Thank you for following the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking it through. And really, I'm really happy that you guys find some type of joy or you relate or it comforts you. That means a lot to me. So to the 56, thank you. Now, in today's episode, we'll be talking about the Dead Poet Society. I recently watched this movie. If you have, let me know in the Q&A down below. But I have a strong feeling this might be one of my favorite movies of all time. It really spoke to me. It was very compelling. And at first I was like, I'm not going to watch a movie with all boys. (laughs) Because I'm a type of girl, I love chick flicks. I love a nice rom-com type of movie. Very pink, very girly, very fallen in love with the high school bad boy type of movie (laughs) you know so and I realized that the dead boy society was a group of men and it's just all men I was like no I can't watch this but then when I started I was like wow like okay it has a nice vibe that you feel like you just watch with you know someone or just be near a bed or smuggled up and nice 
coffee. I don't drink coffee. Why did I say that? Some nice chamomile tea and probably some chocolate. That's the vibe I get from it. But what stuck out to me in this movie is the phrase that they use. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Right? It's a phrase from the Roman poet Horace, which means seize the day. Google search has a definition, right? Carpe diem. It means it is used to urge someone to make the most of the present time and give little thought of the future. What is your takeaway from that? Allow me to repeat that. It is used to urge someone to make the most of the present time and give little thought of the future. I want to know what you think about this because to me, and some may answer, that time is short, you know, live while you can. But to me, it really means, you know, waking up every day with a purpose. Waking up every day and deciding to be patient with yourself. It truly teaches us to live in the moment. It's a very risky type of quote. And I kind of like it. I mean, I like it big time. That's why it's a whole episode about it. But it's very risky. Seize the day. You know, make the most of the present time and give little thoughts of the future. Now... Full disclaimer, this is not to use as an excuse to harm someone and give little thought of the consequences that will be after that are to harm the environment in any way. It is a quote that should be used in a positive light to go after your dreams, to use the now, to put in the work, to water your garden so that in the future you'll see all the beautiful flowers that you've sown throughout the years or your time here on earth you know so waking up with a purpose and seizing the day that is very impactful seize the day see no i don't know like it, it speaks to me you know and in the movie when leticia i actually don't remember his name but I remember it's like, oh, captain, my captain. And he basically inspired all the boys in his class. And there's this one guy who wanted to act. He wanted to become an actor. And his dad was an, what do we call those people? Authoritarian. He wanted to dictate his entire life. He said, listen, you're going to do what I want you to do. You can't do acting. Acting is stupid. Like, no, I want you to go and join the force. And he actually started a Back the Dead Poet Society with his friends where they would just go to this cave and read poems. Oh, my gosh. Should we do that here in Jamaica? Not in a cave, though, but probably like in a garden. But he started up Back the Club and they would read poems from like Walt Whitman or you know Shakespeare and themselves actually they would write their own poems and read even two lines from it and it made him feel good and his friends felt great about it 
and there's this play coming up and he wanted to be a part of it he actually went behind his dad's back to join the play he ended up doing the play and his dad was there to see him become a star that he was initially meant to be now you may think that oh his dad showed up to the play which means that he's in full support of his acting career he actually went there and they're like oh your dad's here and he took him away from the play along the car ride it was very tense and at home they had this conversation and it was basically like listen uh, you want to act okay but that's not what I want for you I want to send you off to boot camp you know and he was trying to argue his point he was trying so hard to say dad listen to me I do not want to do that I want to live my life for me and his dad was not complying he didn't care to listen so he accepted his fate he knew that living that type of life would have made him eventually depressed so he got late and he was in his room and in his room he had this thought to set himself free in a way where many of us probably have thought about it before because we're not currently living our dream lives or we have things holding us back like parents loved ones whether friends our partners abusive relationship jobs that's really laying on your mental health and even your physical strength where you're like, I just can't do this anymore. So he left us in the movie. And at first I was like, no, no way. You know, he was one of the strongest. No way he would have done that. I thought it was a part of his acting gig to show his dad that he's a great actor because he can pretend dead. Right? But it was true. He actually did that and it left some type of bitterness in my mouth because I'm like wow like if only if only he just uh, pushed through you know but I could feel his pain when his dad wasn't accepting of who he wanted to be and we feel like that sometimes trying to get validation from our parents to prove to them that we are worthy and no matter what they can't see that you know so throughout the movie it was very bitter and sad because we expected him to become the star he was meant to be and that didn't happen but at the end while they were in class with a new teacher because the teacher ended up getting fired. I don't know if I'm a good storyteller or not, but the teacher ended up getting fired and there was this new literature teacher. And when the captain, my captain, came along, <laughs> the students rebelled. 
they all stood on top of the tables to prove that listen this teacher is an excellent teacher and I'm like okay what he did provoked this rebellion within the students within his friends but it kind of I don't know I just have a hard time with endings ending of like people episodes stuff overall so it just oh it's just so beautiful a bittersweet moment you know but some of them really see it today you had a guy who was very interested in this girl and he wouldn't stop trying to get her until he finally did <laughs> you know so what I get from this in my life currently I'm gonna become 20 and it's to get up every day knowing that the most valuable thing I have is my time that's something that cannot be bought as something that cannot be regained if lost and with my time I get to choose what I do I get to speak how I want to speak over my life because a lot of times I get massive anxiety when it comes on to doing things that I love that's mostly because I care I care about my art, my work, because it means something to me, everything to me. So it's that eagerness that you really have to garner and protect it because you can have the eagerness and do nothing because you're scared. So you procrastinate, waste time. But then in your head, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so eager to do this. And when you get the opportunity, you're like, oh, I can't. I'm so scared. I just, I just don't want to do it. Like, what if, what if, what if? That is me. But then when I go back to Carpe Diem to make the most of the present time, because at the end of the day, that is what we have, the present time. Why worry about the past if there's nothing that can be changed about it? We are currently impacting the future by what we do in the present time. Everything is happening now. Five days ago, right now is the future. This is the future. I'm living in the future, past, present. Uh, Did I say all of them? The future, past, and present. Right. So, this is probably the longest episode. There is a list of poems that you can read from the Dead Poet Society. You can go on Google and type in poems from the Dead Poet Society and you'll see the list of poems that you can search up and read. If you do do that, let me know via Instagram DM or email which one is your favorite. My email is thorpealicia with two A's at gmail.com. And my Instagram is Alicia Thorpe. Now, we've come to an end with season one. And for season two, I'm planning on doing something very special, which is expanding our podcast to Apple Podcasts. So I'll have a little video coming out. So I want everyone to show some love and support and to blow the video up and to blow it up on the internet and every and every person. <laughs> We'll see the video.
but we're going to be expanding to Apple Podcasts, so more accessibility for those who do not have Spotify, and more reach for us to expand our poetry community here in Jamaica, and personally, my poetry community with all my beautiful babies, you guys, which I love so much to my dear heart. But yeah. Um, let me know what you think about today's episode. This is our second time reading another poem and explaining it, basically telling our views on it and expounding on it. The first one was, I have been a thousand different women, and now this is the Dead Poet Society. If you do like these type of podcasts, let me know. I always welcome your feedback because we've done a lot of episodes where it's my poetry just being read or even being read and then kind of talking about it in the end so i want to thank you so much for listening and i'm very excited about the video that i have not yet created by the way so hold on on that but don't hold your breath on that <laughs> so i want to create the video before i launch with apple podcast but yeah we are evolving and i'm so grateful for you i have no idea who is following so it might be michelle obama i have no idea honestly but thank you every one of you is very every one of you or each and every one of you each one of you you're very special to me so i'll see you next sunday at 8 p.m love you so much to my dear heart and remember to email me or dm me your favorite poem and about the what was that the idea of a little poetry date in a garden where we could just all link up and what else did i ask you i do not remember probably i have to probably you're gonna have to replay the podcast ep (laughs) but later i love you bye xoxo